Welcome back to the Troop Leader Experience podcast. I am excited for this new, we're doing something a little different. We are going to take a little mini series of adaptations or adapted podcast episodes from the live workshop that Jamil and I did in the Facebook group over at facebook.com slash Girl Scout podcast. If you're not in the Facebook group and you do use Facebook, go join because I think we're going to do more of those live workshops. But anyway, this live workshop was about creative cookie selling and it was jam packed with ideas and a ton of topics. And the whole thing was about an hour and 20 minutes. And so rather than post an hour and 20 minute podcast episode with just idea after idea after idea, I thought it would be easier to split them up into specific topics like subjects. And that way it'd be a lot more manageable for you to go revisit the specific ideas that you wanted to. But with that being said, that means that if you want to see the whole uninterrupted workshop, you have to go hop in the Facebook group I'm also going to put it up on YouTube, so I'll link that in the description for all of these episodes. But without further ado, let's go ahead and dive in. This first episode is going to be about goal setting in general, and then specifically the first type of goal, which is creative ways to set individual goals with the girls. Let's dive in. So one thing that um, I want to start with is creative goal setting, and we're going to touch on three different types of goals that you can set with your troop. The three types of goals are individual goals, troop goals, and giving slash philanthropy goals. Okay, and so we're going to talk about all these different types of goals, but let's just start with the very basic fundamental of why setting goals even matters. And there's this exercise you can do that is in the... Um, one of the Girl Scout badge work things for daisies or brownies, I want to say, um, could even be juniors, that has to do with um, like dribbling a ball or throwing up a ball and catching it. And you make a goal of how many times you can do it in a row. So the first time you do it without a goal and then the second time you do it with a goal. And it goes to show that when you have a goal in your head, you actually do perform better. So um, in general, when we're working towards a goal, whether we achieve that goal or not, we're going to get better results than if we didn't set a goal at all. And the other piece of this is that a goal will also help us plan our year. <laughs> so let's talk about it. So individual goals, girls can set individual goals for themselves, but there's a couple things to keep in mind. One way to do it, of course, and this is what I think kind of Girl Scouts envisions you doing with girls, is using the prize card from your council with your designated prize levels, and they decide what prize they want to work toward the most, and then that becomes their individual goal. Um, Hi, Facebook user. Thank you for commenting. I'm so excited that you're here. And that means that we're live on Facebook. Unfortunately, I can't see who you are. Just make sure you give StreamYard permission. There's a little, there should be a little link in the description of the video. Um, and then we can see you. Okay. So, um, so the prize card, though, doesn't take into consideration a lot of other details when it comes to setting individual goals. So one thing to consider if your girls have sold cookies before is to uh, consider what they've sold in the past and then kind of decide, do they want to work toward a personal best? Do they want to meet last year? Do you know, um, 
Another thing, and we're going to talk more about troop goals, but consider what the overall troop goal is and then how would that break down to each individual? Because if you set an insane troop goal of like 10,000 packages, but individual girls are setting goals of 150 or 200, unless you have a ton of girls, you're never going to hit 10,000 packages that way. And so thinking about um, how those two goals work together is really really helpful and that's an important conversation to have with the girls and to work with the girls to understand being part of a whole and being part of a team and how your individual contributions and your team contributions kind of work together um all right another thing to consider for yourself and also to have very real conversations with your girls about is that they should individually and probably privately consider their other obligations and responsibilities during cookie season are they in a lot of sports do they have a lot of clubs um do they have really hard classes and they have a ton of homework um, as they get older do they have part-time jobs and what about their family's obligations do they have a smaller sibling or an older sibling who plays a really demanding sport and the, it's a team effort for the family is um do they have multiple adults at home who are able to be available to support them during cookie season? Do the adults in their lives work sometimes multiple jobs? Are they involved in a lot of things in their community? There's a lot of reasons why girls might not be able to set a really high or hit a really high individual goal. And we want to help them consider what's realistic. And I think this is important too, because a lot of people talk about <clears throat> on both sides, being frustrated when girls didn't contribute, and also um, not wanting to make girls feel bad if they didn't do as well uh, as selling as many cookies as other girls. And so both sides of this coin, we have to consider the same options, which is that not every girl's circumstances are created equally, and some girls and their families just do not have the bandwidth to go as hard during cookie season as others. So helping the girls understand and process that is also a really important life skill and they need to also um, carry that into their future college and work and whatever they decide to do with their lives, their, their families when they're running their own households. And as far as making them feel bad if they didn't do as well, well, that would help them not breed resentment if they understand realistically what is possible for them. So definitely have them explore their own responsibilities and commitments and their family's responsibilities and commitments. And then consider the different ways that there are to sell cookies and what they think they could realistically sell through each of those methods. So um, again, this is easier if you've sold cookies before. If you've never sold cookies before, kind of hard to conceptualize, but a good example is thinking about all the people in their lives that they could ask when it comes to friends and family. Like how many people realistically do you have on that list that you're going to reach out to? Because if there's 10 or if there's 250, that's going to make a big difference of um, realistically how many cookies that's going to add up to. Um, how big is your, have girls explore, how big is their neighborhood? And are there a bunch of other Girl Scouts in their neighborhood or are they the only Girl Scout in their neighborhood? Because that's going to influence how many door-to-door -door sales they could realistically have. Um, and again, looking at what they've individually sold in the past. As a reminder, that is just a bite-sized piece of an hour and 20 minute 
live workshop that Jamil and I did in the Facebook group. The next episode from that workshop is going to be specifically about setting troop goals. And then we're going to dig into a bunch of other topics. So if you want to check out other topics from this workshop, make sure you go find the other episodes.